0: On today's episode of Hootworthy, I got to talk to Autumn, an 8th grader at GCA who runs a cat rescue with her grandmother. We talked about the ins and outs of running a cat rescue and her experiences so far. Enjoy the show. autumn thanks for coming on the show and you're on Hootworthy because you run a cat rescue with your grandmother but before we dive in if cats could talk what do you think they'd say
1: well if it were a feral cat that we had just trapped they'd probably be cussing us out
0: okay they're pretty angry probably okay what if it was a non-feral cat if
1: it was a non-feral cat depending on the situation they'd probably be pretty thankful
0: Mm. Be like, thanks. You know what I think if cats could talk? What? They wouldn't say anything. They'd say nothing. <laughs> That's a total cat vibe, right? Just Definitely. Just t- stone, stone cold. So running a cat rescue, really unique thing. So I'm curious, I'm, I'm curious, what motivated you to get into running a cat rescue? How'd you get into it?
1: Well, um, when I was younger, the property had a large feral cat colony, so like a large kind of group of wild cats. Sure. And none of them were fixed. And at the time, we weren't really familiar with getting them fixed ourselves. So we would go out there every year and catch all of the kittens and take them home and get them ready to go to their forever homes. And that's kind of what motivated me.
0: Oh, wow. So how, how long have you been doing this?
1: Professionally, we've been doing this for about three and a half years, but okay. I started with that about eight years ago.
0: Oh, wow. So you're kind of a, a cat rescue expert here. So how does somebody, how, how does a cat go from being uh, not rescued to rescued? Take me through this process of, so you've been using the term feral cat. It, what is a feral cat? If I didn't know what a feral cat is, what's the difference between being feral and then just a well, feral cat?
1: Well, a feral cat is basically like if you're out at a park or a mm-hmm. store, it doesn't matter, and okay. you see a cat and it's not, it won't come up to you, it runs if you walk towards it, it's not friendly at all, okay. that's considered a feral
0: cat. Okay. And so what do y'all do for that cat, for the feral cat? What, what sort of rescuing, what's the goal for that cat?
1: The goal for that cat is to simply just catch it, bring it in, get it fixed, and return it.
0: Oh, okay. So they don't go to a home?
1: No. Unless they're tameable, which we will determine while having them, but usually they'll go back. Unless they're in an unsafe place, then they'll go into a barn cat program.
0: A barn cat program? Mm-hmm. They're just a bunch of cats hanging out in a barn?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah?
0: Okay. And so um, did... What, what about for the trapping? How, how do you trap a, if it's running from y'all, how, how do you how do you get it trapped? I mean, cats are they're a little, you know, a little agile.
1: Well, we'll go out there and we have a live trap and a drop trap. And with the live traps, it's just like a big metal box pretty much that you open the door to it, you put food in it, and then you set it up where you want it to go. And when the cats walk in, once they step on the trip plate, the door will close behind them and they're locked in a metal box. Oh, tricky! And if they won't go in there or if they've already been trapped and we're trying to get them again for some reason, we can use a drop trap, which is like if, you know, the old rabbit cages, I mean, rabbit traps where you set up Uh a box with a stick under it Uh and you'd pull it when a rabbit's under there. That's kind of like what a drop trap is. It's just a big metal box that you put food under and there's a rope attached to the like stick that's on it. And when they're under it, you just pull the rope and you have them.
0: Oh, Wow. So y'all y'all trap the, the feral cat and then you get it fixed. So are, are y'all doing the fixing or are y'all partnered with any organizations? Do y'all have organizations that help y'all out with your cat rescue?
1: Yes. The cats that we trap, they go to our local humane society and they get fixed there. And then we pay for it and we send it to lisa malo who runs athens pets and she reimburses, reimburses us for um, the spay and neuter
0: okay so y'all take a cat gets fixed and then you release it back and so that's to obviously just cut down on like re- cat repopulation and all that sort of stuff so tell me about the non-feral cat Did, uh, how, how does that rescuing is that process a little different do they get adopted how does that go
1: it does. Um, Basically, if they can be tamed, we'll work with them until we think, like, if they're not aggressive anymore, if they're willing to, like, be petted, held without any worry of injury, and they're, like, friendly and okay with being around people, then they'll go into our local shelter, which is a very good shelter, so they won't get euthanized unless there's, like, actually something majorly wrong, or Uh, if they have aggression issues, and then they'll get If they aren't already fixed they'll get fixed there get all their shots and then they'll be ready to be adopted
0: okay and how long are these cats with y'all do y'all keep them at your house for a time period or your place or do y'all immediately take them to these shelters or humane societies
1: it depends usually but we most of the time keep them ourselves like we'll keep them in my room or if we have to we'll keep them in a big dog cage temporarily okay so they'll stay with us until they're tame and then once and if they're kittens like if they're smaller we keep them until they're two pounds so that when they go to the shelter they can be fixed and be put straight up for adoption
0: two pounds Mm -hmm. that's tiny yes it is what's the smallest cat kitten you've had
1: well, we've had newborns
0: before. Really? Okay. We've wow. had cats
1: had kittens in traps before. So like no we'll catch way. a pregnant cat and before we can get her to her appointment, she'll just have the kittens in the trap and then obviously we have to keep her and the kittens.
0: Oh my goodness. How small is a newborn kitten? I
1: mean, you could it... fit like three of them in your hand.
0: No way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're tiny. That is small. So um how do you all find these cats and kittens do y'all just like hey let's get in the van and see if we can find any stray cats around kittens around or have y'all been doing this long enough you said you've been doing it three years now did people call y'all do they know who you are Are they like hey we've got these cats or kittens how do y'all even find these cats and kittens
1: well of course we don't we don't go looking for them because you never want to go looking for them because then you'll have too many but um, we're on a group on Facebook. It's called Crazy Cat Lovers of Athens and nearby, of course. But sure. there's a lot of posts on there about kittens. And since we're considered more of the experts and one of the only ones who will go out and get kittens, a lot of people will look for us to come do it.
0: Oh, I see.
1: And of course, we ha- in our trapping sites, we'll find kittens there a lot of the times because there'll be females that we haven't fixed yet. And sometimes we'll just be driving by somewhere and look over and there'll be a kitten in the parking lot, so...
0: If y'all see that are you like up oh, got to go? Is yep. it like the bat signal for y'all? You're Pretty like Pretty much Boom, yes. Gotta as soon get as it. we
1: see a kitten or a cat that we aren't familiar with, we'll go check it out. If we right. have the materials to do it then, we'll do it then. If okay. not, then we'll come back.
0: Okay. Wow. So can you share, can you think of a story, and you've been doing this a long time, you've been professionally three years, but eight years. Can you share a story of like a memorable time with uh, these kitten or cat rescuing or like a crazy story that happened when you were there? Yes. So. Okay.
1: Earlier this year, we were going out to trap for somebody in Statham, which is a little bit of a ways from us. But Mm -hmm. we were going out there, and when we were finished, we saw a post while being out there about three kittens that were seen at um, a reservoir that was not far from there. And it was starting to get dark, so we figured we'd go there and we'd look with a flashlight to see if we can see their eyes and see if we can't catch them. And there were supposedly three that were seen there. And when we pulled in, we were the only ones who were there. And right off the bat, we see three sets of eyes. Okay. So we're like, okay, there's the three kittens. We're going to trap them. And then we're just going to go. And I pull out the flashlight and I look and I start seeing more sets of eyes. Three, four, five, six. Whoa. And we're there for about maybe two hours. And we had gotten like four kittens and there were like still around six of them out there, including multiple adult cats. And you so, stumbled
0: upon a barn colony. It sounds like
1: kind of but these kittens were all dumped in this location oh, no. and they were unhealthy oh, and weren't no. being well fed so we had to get them out of that situation yeah so we went back the next night and of course more kittens were there we um we got maybe like three or four that night and then we went back the next night and we had only gotten two we were like maybe it's slowing down no there were still like two or three more out there And unfortunately, the guy who like closed up the place after closing time. Yeah. He no longer allowed us to stay there after dark to catch the kittens. So we had to leave and we had to leave two kittens behind, sadly. Jeez. So we plan to contact um, Jackson County Animal Control so that they can take over, but they Mm. have not been picking up Mm. at all.
0: Was this recent? Did this kind of just happen?
1: This was like two, maybe three months ago. No, Jeez. probably more like two.
0: Well, you know what? I want to believe. I want to believe this is like a homer bound situation, <laughs> and those kittens are going to make it. They should. They have each other. We did
1: go back out there later on when it was during the day, and okay. we happened to look in the trash can that was over there, and there were a ton of cans. So somebody started feeding them.
0: Okay, okay. So uh, any other crazy stories? I mean, that is, that is a pretty crazy story. But from your trapping experience, that you can think of,
1: there is another one. Okay. Um, Yesterday, believe Uh it or not, we were out and when we were going to one of our other trapping sites to try and trap two more cats, Uh um, our friend called us because a kitten had rode in someone's car, like their motor, and jumped out at a dog park and it disappeared on them and the dogs were all barking at it and terrifying it. Of course. So we drop what we're doing and go straight over there. And when we're talking to them, they said the kitten went out into the woods. So we were looking over there. We were playing kitten noises. We had food and traps set. Sure. And no sign of the kitten. And we had to go somewhere else not long after. So we went over there, we did that thing. And we went back after dark when it was quiet, there was nobody there, and it would have been easier to catch the kitten. And we shine the flashlight, we see no sign of it. So we pull out the kitten noises because that usually makes them meow or brings them out. Yep. And we're standing there and not long in of playing the kitten noises, we hear it meowing and we're looking around and it's right above us in a tree.
0: It's in the tree. In a tree. Always. Cliche classic.
1: It's like an eight week old kitten, maybe 10 weeks at most. Wow and it's sitting in like a 15-foot tree. Sitting there meowing. So supposedly she ran up the tree when the dogs were barking at her.
0: She got up there.
1: So our first thought was, we're just gonna try and get her to come to us, come down because the tree, it's like, it's pretty layered. She could have like easily jumped down, um, but she was a little too nervous to do that. Mm. So we were trying to get her down with food and that didn't work. And then we noticed there was like, in the tree there was an anthill and it wasn't oh it wasn't just little tiny ants it was the really big black ants oh boy and their bites hurt sure and we hear her scream cuz one of them bit them so Yikes. we were like that's it we got to get this kitten she's not staying here so
0: you're climbing up there I
1: thought about it.
0: Okay, so you didn't climb.
1: But she f- started running down one of the branches and okay. it went like right under our car. Okay. So I get on top of our van. Okay. And it's like it's a pretty tall van. Okay. So we I get up there and I'm trying to reach up there but it's just a little bit too far out of my reach. I can touch the branch, but okay. if she came, I don't know if I could grab her cuz it's just a little mm-hmm. bit taller. Sure. And she almost came all the way down but then she didn't. So then mm. we we're like, okay, we got to do something else. So our next thought was getting a massive stick and trying to put it like up there so she'd climb down. Sure. And I was at the point where I was like, I'm just gonna post and see if anybody can bring us a ladder. And it was like nine at night. So we were expecting nobody to, but people did actually offer to bring us a ladder, Mm. but it was a little bit later and we had already figured out a plan kind of, but we started moving like they had tables in the dog park so we were moving the tables over there to try and, like, stand on them and reach sure, up there. Sure. But it was never tall enough because she was always, like, at the tallest branch, right. of course. Right. And um, so then we decided to try and, like, coax her down with food again because she was definitely interested in the food. Okay. And she almost came all the way down, but then the ants started getting all over her, so she jumped back up to her branch and started getting them off. Ow. So we're kind of starting to panic a little bit because we don't want to be out there all night because, you know, we had to come here today and we didn't want to spend too much longer out there. Sure. So my grandma comes up with the brilliant idea to stand on top of a chair on top of our van and pull down the branch she was standing in. Nice. And at first she couldn't reach. So she tried shaking the kitten out because if she fell, she would have just fallen on top of the van. And even if she Mm. ran off, it would have been better that she wasn't in a tree infested with ants.
0: And she lands on all fours anyway. Exactly.
1: And she's shaking it. The kitten's like holding on for dear life. It's Mm. not letting go of that branch. Poor cat. So um, she pulls it down a little bit more and she's able to reach up there closer to the kitten. And she thought the kitten was gonna run cause it started to like move its paws a little bit. Yeah. But thankfully she was able to grab the she kitten and it. pull it down.
0: That's awesome
1: and Y'all then and then we got a picture of course yeah and we stuck her in a carrier and finally went home after a very long day
0: nice but you rescued her you saved her that's awesome just another day just another pretty day. pretty much yeah. doing that so what is uh, like a valuable lesson that you think you've learned from running this cat rescue you would you say
1: well um
0: working with cats running this rescue what's something that you like something that's taught you about life
1: well, I've learned from doing this that um, you can never judge someone's situation mm. while doing this because you'll find some really bad things while doing it. And mm. it can be really sad, but I've kind of learned to just deal with it and understand that everybody has their problems and everyone goes through things. Sure. Even if they make mistakes, they still deserve another chance unless they do something really bad. But right. either way, that's just learn not to... Immediately judge people for something that they did.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff to remember. So, switching gears a little bit, what's your favorite part about being a student at GCA Autumn?
1: Um, My favorite part is like when being on online school, if we do end up getting a call about something that's an emergency, I can bring my laptop with me Uh, and still be in school while going there.
0: Yeah. You can cat rescue.
1: Yes, I can rescue on the go. go.
0: And do school. That's awesome. So we're so proud of you, Autumn, running this cat rescue and the work that you're doing, making a difference. That's huge. Any shout outs that you want to give before? Shout outs to like
1: somebody in school or just someone in general?
0: Anybody in general you want to shout out.
1: Okay, I want to shout out um, two people. Cat Boban and Kelly Bettinger, because mm-hmm. Kelly Bettinger is the one who gave us all of the traps and got us started ah, with all of this. Right. And Cat Boban has helped us out a lot with everything. And they're both really good friends.
0: That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Autumn, for coming on. Super proud of you. Stay hoot-worthy. Keep rescuing those cats. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. For listening to GCA Hootworthy, do you have a story about a Georgia Cyber Academy champion rising up, aiming high and soaring? Let us know at georgiacyberorg forward slash hootworthy and make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with our latest content.